is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, y'all. Allison Crow here, and I'm excited. This is episode number 99. And today I have one of our super soulies. That means she's been a member of Soulful Success for over a year. And she contributes to our group so often. She has also contributed to my life. I've done lots of, like, I, I call it mini works with you. <laughs> I, do, I do spot treatment with you. I'm sure you have other longer term clients. But um, uh, Heather is a former therapist turned gluten-free, sugar-free baker. and author and bakery owner turned hardcore Tony Robbins coach, full stop energy healer. (laughs) That is like the full D little D dots. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we're talking about today with Heather is um, the energy healing that she does. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to finish introing her here real quick. I, I want to acknowledge that I have um, hired Heather, my own client, to help me with abundance and prosperity stuff. Um, I have hired her to help clear energy in my dogs. Um, I have hired um, you to help me clear energy around heartburn because I had chronic heartburn and you did muscle testing on foods and stuff. And... and, um, you give so generously in our groups and you give so generously on your Facebook lives and, and things on a regular basis. Um, you provide so many opportunities for people to experience this work that's hard to describe. Yeah. So welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Better Life, Better Work Show. Glad to have you. What you want to talk about today, woman, how did life get better through energy healing for you? Oh gosh, it's such a great question. And you know, it's such a journey because I am, my personality is I'm skeptic. Like I question everything. Like when I was in college, I literally got word for the person who asked the most questions. Right? <laughs> and I, it's just my nature, right? I just have questions. Um, and so I always want to know like, how, how can I feel better? How can I, because I struggled for so much of my life feeling like shit, <laughs> you know, like just feeling terrible. And so that's where the food stuff came in and I became a health coach and I was like, Oh my gosh, like there's so much with this. Like I can change how I feel in an instant when I change how I eat. So that was like the beginning of the journey for me. Mm-hmm. And as you said, like I had a bakery and then I, when I started coaching for Tony Robbins is because I was like, Oh, I want to go back to, I don't want to go back to therapy. Therapy has so many great points. We need right. to have people listen to our, to our stories and witness them. And there's healing in that. And we need to stop telling our story and create a new one. And that's where coaching is really great. Right? But within the Tony Robbins world, my experience was at the time, there's, there's shifts and changes now, but at the time is like, just change your state. Like, you're not happy? Just change it. Just stand differently and say how you talk, you know, say what you'd say if you were happy. And I'm like, I mean, if they were that easy, <laughs> we'd all be doing this. Right. And, 
And I was feeling just this heaviness in my chest and I couldn't explain it. And I would have people coach me that I went through training with and they'd coach me and they'd say, again, just stand how you'd stand and all this stuff. And I'm like, listen, I'm trying not to curse a lot, but you, know, you can like, curse all you want. I, I, clearly, I don't. Hard. Like, yeah, like I'm like, if that worked, it would. I would be doing that. Like, we were both trained in the same thing, and so then they tell me that I was uncoachable, and I'm like, well, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> like, you have two tools in your toolbox; they're not working, and now now you're blaming me. So I had a friend who was getting certified in the, the Body Code, which is the energy work that I do. And she's like totally woo-woo, love her to pieces. And we, we say, yeah, these conversations all the time. Like she's so, she knows so much exponentially more than I do. Sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, it's just too much. Um, but she was like, can I work on you and work on your heart wall and see if you have a heart wall and work on it. And she's like, you don't have to do anything. I can do all the work. Like you don't have to do a thing. And I was like, it's ridiculous. But if I don't have to do anything, sure, why not? If I'm helping a friend out. And within two weeks, like I, I didn't feel that heaviness on my chest anymore. And I was like, there's something to this. And I was a person who, when they, everybody's like, everything is energy. And I'm like, how is like this metal file? How is this? There's no movement in that. Like it's energy, like even still now, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess um, I still like question it all the time. But the shift that I felt was like, crap, I have to, I have to put aside my pride and explore it. So I started using it with my clients and you know, in those types of environments, you have very high caseload, you know, and you're just turn and burn clients. Right. Yeah. And I'd see these clients who like, here's a great story. I had this client who was, she was raised in Texas and you might be able to test to this. She was bottle fed Dr. Pepper. Oh, I believe it. Right. <laughs> That's what I've been told. <laughs> So she was like mid fifties, addicted to Dr. Pepper, had been having it her whole entire life. We did all the health coaching things around, you know, eat more greens, drink more water, nothing. So I was like, well, let's try some energy work around it. So I'm doing the energy work and I do it all like outside of our calls, which even then when I was coaching for Robbins, I'm like, I'm giving them way more than they were, you know, than I was getting paid for. (laughs) That's for sure. Um, but we get on a call and I'm like, you know, how things are going with Dr. Pepper? And she's like, oh, I had like one in the past two weeks, but you know, I just haven't really wanted one. And I'm like, do you hear yourself? <laughs> she's like, I don't know why I just didn't want one. I'm like, how about all of those voice memos that I sent with all the energy work that I did? And she's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and that's what I love about it is it's really hard to pinpoint, right? That like it works. But I just see too many experiences like that where it's like, oh, this works. It's like there's something. Yeah, it's freaky. And it's, I've had enough experience. Um, in like 2011, I had another colleague um, that is a motion code and body code certified. And I had done um, a session or I, maybe three sessions with her on my anxiety. And I was having panic attacks. And, um, so as we went through the process, like just, she knew things, not like a psychic, but when she would do the muscle testing, she honed in on ages that, and certain relatives and things. And, and after that, I did not have a panic attack 
for seven years. And when I've had them since then, they have been very, not, not the kind that close up my chest. And like, I, it's more like, oh, I realize I'm, my heart rate is up. And so then all these years later, I come across you and I'm like, oh, I am down with this stuff. I get it. Even when you do these like little, you do these little gift mini clearings on Friday nights for Solis. There's no obligation, by the way, to ever continue that. I'm so appreciative of it. And you do these little mini clearings and I always put my name on the list. And I am amazed at the tiny little bits of information that are so right on. And, and what I love is that you're not necessarily necessarily a mystic. You are a skeptic. And so you're the skeptic doing this energy healing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's so fascinating to me. I, it's, every time I go to do work on somebody, I'm like, I hope this works. <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that that's part of, um, you know, what, what makes it fun all the time is like, is mm-hmm. it all the time? So people and be like, like I had a great story this morning. I was on a call with a client and, and, um, she had recently lost her husband. And so, um, and she's like, you know, all of the stuff that we've done has allowed me to be in this peaceful place with all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, she has grief. Yes. She has sadness, but she's a, like, it just flows through her. Right. Instead of being stuck. And she's, she's like, I tried to go on like Facebook groups of like, you know, like widows. And she's like, I can't, they're so like heavy because they're not like feeling it. But she was, she was like, you know, when I go into the bathroom where she found her husband, she's like, I'm just having a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's work on it. You know, we talked this morning and I was like, you know, how is it going to the bathroom? And she's like, yeah, it's, it's fine. She's like, it's, it's not, you know, it's just not a thing now. She's like, I think it helped. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, I get, you know, I get that as human beings, when we're thinking about, the concrete physical world, not the abstract physical world. Because I do believe energy and this kind of work is physical. We just, we're not able to touch it. Um, you know, we, we always want to have something to touch. We want to have a certain kind of concrete evidence. And in my experience, I have enough evidence that there's no way there could be that many circumstances at least in the work that I've had done. I think it was, you and I did some abundance work. I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. I can't keep the date straight. It's not worth clearing for me. Um, But very shortly after that series, and it was intense. I mean, you know, it's like I've gotten so far in abundance and then I I would hit, you know, like, Heather, I'm stuck. And you always say, you're not stuck. I want to call the title of this episode, You're Not Stuck. And, And a lot of times it's not about our doing. And sometimes it's this really old, latent, cellular clog. And um, I remember right after we did our work, I had like a $35,000 month. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I did. And I totally have blown through and I've had more $30,000 months than I've ever, you know, I might have one, one a year or something. I've had them consistently since then. Yeah. And even more than the money, I mean, the money is tangible, but you know what I don't have is I don't have the blah, blahs. We've been calling that lately, the blah, blah thoughts going through my head. It's literally like they've just, poof, my, my girlfriend and I, we'd always go, you're cleared. And <laughs> yeah. uh, mine is I'm bastardizing that, but it's gone. <laughs> it makes me happy. I know I'm kind of corny this morning. I've had a lot of coffee and no water. Not good to tell somebody who's in the total health. <laughs> um, 
So how do you... Um, oh, by the way, I also forgot to mention that Heather's a two-time author. She's written a cookbook and a book called Love Yourself. So I want to acknowledge her for that because publishing books is a BFD. Um, what else healing work do you want to share about your work? Well, you know, I think that's something that's really missing. And because I'm starting to see this and some people that I follow who do do energy work. And I'm like, yes, finally. You know, when I, I left Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. that's right. Because I was, I was doing energy work on my clients and I was seeing better results, faster results. And, and not only that fast, but like they were becoming the person instead of just doing the actions right? Like just performative that's come up three or four times in the last day. Right. So like performative religion, performative anti-racism and performative coaching, it's extrinsic. It's not intrinsic. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I say this story all the time. Like uh, when I, I know we're going to go in circles here, but I want to say this story because it's, it's super important. A lot of times people come to coaching and they'll say, you know, I need somebody to hold me accountable. And I had this, yeah, it's like, ugh. I had this woman one time who, she was a a chef and she wanted to do um, cooking videos for YouTube. And she's like, you need to hold me accountable and check in with me every day to make sure I'm doing it. And right, I had the same reaction. And I'm like, dude, like, again, like not at all what I want to be doing. And and just the energy about it was like, ugh. And so I said, I was like, listen, tell me about something that you really loved to do and that, that you're proud of doing. And she said, and at the time I scoffed, but she was like in my head, she was like, you know, being, being, uh, being a dog mom to my dog. And I was like, I can't even imagine like why, why she would pick that one. <laughs> now I do because now I'm a dog owner. Um, but she was like, you know, being a dog owner, my, my dog. And I said, okay. And I said, she's like, I'm really proud of the way I did that. And I said, what, um, when you got the dog, did you let tell them they said, can you please call me every day and remind me to feed the dog? She's like, no. And I'm like, did you call them every day and say, hey, I let the dog out? <laughs> and she's, she's like, no, like, you're ridiculous. Why are you asking me this? And I said, so you did those things because why? She's like, because I was the dog's mom. I'm like, oh, your identity was mm-hmm. aligned. Like you were aligned with the identity of being a dog's mom. So you just naturally did those behaviors. You naturally picked up poop without anybody telling you. And you didn't have to tell anybody. You naturally fed the dog. And I'm like, so your identity was that. The actions flowed from that. You didn't have to force it. Yeah. I said, how, how much do you feel aligned with being someone who teaches people cooking videos? And she's like, ugh, not at all. And I'm like, and so I could sit here and hold you accountable all day long. But if we don't, we don't release all the stuff that preventing you being in alignment with that identity, it's going to waste both of our time. And so, and then it's frustrating because you're like, it didn't work. And then there's a bad feeling. Yes. And there's the, I mean, you know, you you say the term all the time. I say the term all the time. There's that both ends, right? Like Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't be doing all the energy work and them not doing anything. Like I could do all the energy work in the world, but if you're eating a terrible diet, you're not taking care of yourself. You're sitting in front of the TV. There's only so much I could do for you. Like you have to make that choice. Right to to become that that person, the energy work gives the space. Um, so I was saying about like so why I left Robbins. Um, I was feeling it was going back to alignment. Right, it's like mm-hmm. I was feeling that that heaviness. And my friend worked on it, but then um, a couple of years into working for the company, I was again feeling like I couldn't breathe. And there was about a six month period where I could not breathe. It got to the point where I was like, maybe I have cancer. Maybe I have lung cancer. Maybe like <laughs> something. 
couldn't breathe. I would be on every call and I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, I'm fine. It's okay. <laughs> you know, but they would just kept hearing me do that. And my one girlfriend was like, you just need to quit. And I'm like, I can't do that. What am I going to do? And it got to the point where I was like, okay, they want me to coach in this certain way to just say, you know, well, just change your state, just write up an RPM for it, which is their time management system. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't be that kind of coach. I, I want the space to be able to go deeper with my clients. 30 minutes is a quick time for a coaching call. Like you're, most people are just getting warmed up, you yeah. know? Um, and I want to be able to do the energy work and feel good about what I'm giving them because I do a lot of work on the back end with working yeah. with my clients. Um, and so I got to the point where I was like, I can't, I'm not in alignment anymore. <laughs> and that period, you know, when we realize we're not in alignment and we know we have to make a change, but I don't know what else is there. It's way more comfortable to stick to this other thing. Been there. Yeah. It's stayed like... An, stayed an extra two years. <laughs> right. Right. It's so scary, right? And it does cause physical manifestations for us. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, why do so many people have all these maladies that they're like, even people who are like for me, I'm like, I eat really well. I exercise. You know, why can't I breathe? Like, you know, and it, like literally now I think back and it's like, you can't breathe. You feel constricted. I felt so constricted in that environment. I was not able to just be like and serve the way that I wanted. And so I started this saying about how, um, about energy work is that I'm seeing more people talk about how we need to combine the, the, the conscious level work and the unconscious level work. And I'm like, I've been saying that for years. Like, you know, this is what I've been doing. And thankfully I have the skills because a lot of energy workers who are just energy workers, there are a lot of coaches, therapists who are just coaches, right? And I, I'm able to combine both of them. Well, you're all, actually all three, because you have mind, body, and energy. So you, you, and then what I love is when you have multidisciplinary tools, you can use your intuition in the specific context of the client to say, you know, here's the mind stuff. Um, by the way, we're going to clear these emotions and you're clearly drinking way too much caffeine and water would help (laughs) (laughs) your diet is sugar. And by the way, these are the side effects. I think the body is a miracle. And there is so much more wisdom in our biology and our body than even our brain. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, I feel like my own coaching. Now I am not an expert in the nervous system. I am not an expert in healing I am an expert in coaching and human behavior who also is learning fast about energy and um, nutrition and um, nervous system. And those things combine together like massive power up, Mm -hmm. faster results, more compassion, lighter in the body, forward movement with clients. It's like, Oh, all these things were missing those years. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I look back and think about like the, the people that I worked with when I worked as a therapist, mm-hmm. um, I worked as a therapist first before I became a health coach. And I look at those kids that I worked with and I'm like, gosh, I could have served them so much, much better new. Right. And then I worked as a therapist after having been trained as a health coach and a chef and what was fascinating about that was that um, 
a lot of that world didn't want the help mm-hmm. and, the, and the changes. I, I literally got removed from cases because I was like working with them. And, you know, when you have a, a kid who's six years old and they eat sugar and then like 20 minutes later, they're, they're throwing stuff out at you running all over the place, you know, like it is so obvious. I talked to the social worker and I was like, we need to work on getting him off of sugar. I can't work with his behavior, you know, when we keep putting fire on it. And because she was addicted to soda herself, I got removed from the job. Yeah. The two cases where I, and like that were hers. And, and I was like, something is off here. Like I can't work in this environment either. <laughs> I just need to do my own thing because it's just, it all does come into play. And, and like, I can't, for me, I mean, I've shared it. Like, I love sugar, you know, just as much as the next person. It's like crack cocaine. Right. Addictive. <laughs> yeah. Worse. Yeah. It really is. And yeah. when I eat sugar, like, it doesn't matter how much energy work I do. Like, I am like, the world is just a mess and we're going to hell in a handbasket. And I mean, it definitely seems like that now, right? And <laughs> we have to have sugar, but like, I can't manage myself when I have sugar. So it doesn't matter how much energy work I do. And I've done enough work on myself that like energy work to release so much stuff that like I'm so much more aligned with this beautiful, compassionate, healthy person that like, it's like, well, I don't want to eat that. Like it was alluring to me before, but now I'm like, why would I put that in, in this? Like, I, I, won't, I just want to do it. Well, and I, I want to go back and point out, I think I've had some other podcasts where we talk about identity. And identity is the beliefs that you have about yourself. It's, it's, and so when we identify, you know, all the times I would try to exercise or try to eat a certain way, and I had to shift my identity to be willing to choose. I, didn't, I just don't do obligation. I, I just don't do obligation. I don't do perform for others. I've been working on, I, you know, spent 45 years working on my people pleasing shit, still working on it. Mm-hmm. And that, that never felt aligned. And so, you know, in Sully's, we use the phrase, I am becoming, right? And so instead of, oh, change my state, I am a healthy woman. It's like, no, I'm becoming a healthy woman, which gave me permission to be in the process of, of I'm becoming better and better at choosing foods that um, align with what my body is asking for, not just that are good for me. Right. <laughs> and um, I'm, you know, I'm becoming a woman who listens to her body. I'm becoming a woman who recognizes um, that when I have too many carbs, I, I, I notice the connection between these other things. And um, yeah, I know we're here talking about inner, energy work, but it, you're exactly right. If we do the other things, it just helps it. It helps it work better. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and you talked about like the nervous system, right? When, when we've experienced trauma, which everybody has, mm-hmm. right? people who are like, well, I haven't been sexually abused or I haven't been abandoned, blah, blah, blah. Like trauma can be, when I was a kid to go grocery shopping and my mom would tell me to go get something in another aisle and I came back to the aisle and she wasn't there. Yeah. And the story that I made up was I was abandoned. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, <laughs> I had to go find her, but in my head, like I was abandoned. That's, that is also trauma, right? Trauma isn't necessarily what happened. It's the, the belief, the story, right? The emotions around it. And so we have all those gunking up our, you know, for lack of, you know, more technical scientific terms, but like gunking up our nervous system, right? It just connects us, like dis- disconnects us from the core of who we are, right? And we just think about like, just, you know, emotional baggage on top of, of, you know, just layered and layered and layered 
right? And so it's really hard to make those choices about eating well, about, you know, being in relationships that serve us instead of are toxic, right? Because we can't see our true selves. But once we can get rid of those things... And we're taught not to listen to our body. And one of the things I really like about the work that you do, um, I my very first job when I was 15 years old was working for a kind of woo chiropractor mm-hmm. who taught me muscle testing. I was 15. It was 1986 or 87. And, um, and so he would always do muscle testing and... Before, you know, instead of whack crack, he would do muscle testing. And I was always amazed. And I remember in college, I went, I had a back accident and I went to, not in college, after college, I, my husband took me to him and I was, you know, seized up in my back. And all he did was some muscle testing and some very gentle movement, no big whack. And my husband at the time was like, I don't understand how that worked. And so I was introduced to this concept and I muscle test a lot of things. I muscle test price. Um, Sometimes I remember and I muscle test food or what I want to eat. I, I muscle test, I muscle test a lot of things. I muscle test a lot of things in my business. And for me, what muscle testing is, is checking in with the truth of my body. And so one of the unique things about you is that it is possible to remote muscle test. It is ethical to only do it with, permission. And part of working with you is giving you permission to, to connect with our energy and muscle test on behalf of us. And it is mind blowing how you're able to use your education, your training, um, to access, help me see my body's own truth, which makes me inspired to live in alignment with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's what I love. I love because I struggled so much that it's so like, and now I can be in this place where I'm like, I really do love myself. And when I hear women talking about these, you know, voices in their head and stuff, I'm like, I don't have that. And not out of like, Ooh, I don't have that like judgment on them. Right. It's just like, Oh my gosh, like I don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. I had that for years and years and years. Right. But I'm like, it's so freeing and it's so nice and it's so peaceful to just not be in that place of angst, you know? So what kind of things do you work with clients on? What do people come to you for? I know I've come to you for my dog's anxiety. I've come to you to clear some abundance blocks. I've come to you with some health things like my, my heartburn. What kind of other things do people come to you for? And everything. Um, so I work with clients in, in a couple of different ways. Um, the, the, my signature package is I work with people in a one-on-one six-month program where we work specifically on um, what it is that they come to, whether it's a lot of people will come to me and they're like, I've done coaching, I've done therapy. There's still something deep that I cannot get to and I can't figure it out. Um, and so Working six months, I work through clearing out a whole bunch of stuff. We clear out a heart wall. We clear out all your energy centers, chakras, whatever term. We clear out what's called a human assemblage point. We clear out what's stopping your brain and heart messages from reaching your body tissues and taxes. A whole bunch of stuff before we work specifically on what it is that they came to me for. Whether it's self-love, confidence, um, money stuff. A lot of it is... I'm stuck and I don't know why. <laughs> like it's that general. I'm stuck in my life. I'm stuck in my body. I'm stuck in my finances. Um, I have a client who 
it just makes, I literally just cried because she, um, 76 and struggled with, um, night terrors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking yesterday and she's like, you have no idea like how nice it is to not have those anymore and to not experience that. And, and she's like, you know, she's just feeling more confident in herself and more like, wait, I could like, yes, I did miss out on all the stuff in my life and there's still a future in front of me. Um, so things like that, like you're just, it's really cool. Um, you know, I have a, a new client just started working with it. That's she's a coach herself, but she is um, struggling with some health stuff. And she also knows, you know, just knows all the health stuff, but she's like, I need somebody who can work with this. Uh, Say that again. Sorry. Say that again. I'm going to mute while you talk. It gets recorded and Leroy can't be heard on the podcast. (laughs) And she came to me because she wanted somebody who can work with her subconscious. You know, she knows a lot of the conscious level stuff, but like, why am I not doing these things? You know, and so we'll talk about like, as a conversation unfolds, like this is where the therapist in me can pay attention to, oh, wait a minute. Like, let me go down and explore that a little bit more. Tell me about that memory. You know, we'll talk about it. Oh, what's the energetic charge of that memory? Oh, it's a 10. Okay. Yep. And any, you know, anything, we'll write it down so that I can work on it energetically so that we can release those memories so that when we talk about them and I, you know, say, hey, how's this? They're like, oh yeah, it's not a thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really run the gamut of what people come to me for. But a lot of times it's like, I've tried all these other things. Let me try this. I... I really respect and value the, um, I call it the matrix because we are often, you know, we're taught to do this thing in this linear world. I do the same thing. So it's like, I feel like I have this Mary Poppins bag of trained skills, intuition, time on task, knowledge, education, all these different things. And when you're with a client, you you know which soul medicine to use. And sometimes it is a very logical conversation and other times it's following that emotion path. And then other times, you know, what I think is neat about the body code and the work that I've done with you is when, when it picks up on these places of stored energy, you know, a lot, one of the questions I ask myself a lot is, is it mine or is it in my DNA from my ancestors. And even like when I get my little reports back from you and you'll say, at, um, gosh, I remember some of the words, um, discouragement. Um, I can't see, this is what's so funny. I'm not even tuned into the words, but it was amazing. The same ones. And you didn't know anything about the emotions that I felt as a 17 year old. And, but even me making that connection with your report, which is just a few little details, I, it's almost like I would go, oh, and then it's like my connection with it logistically is, was also a part of my recognition of it. You know how they say recognition is a lot of the healing. Um, I know I'm not talking about it very well. And I'm sure you, you and I, and a lot of the people listening too, we do this work that runs the gamut of both end from concrete to very esoteric. And it's really hard to talk about. And um, so I love that you've been out in the world giving people experiences of your work so they can, because that's the best way to know that it works is to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. It it is really fascinating. Um, Is when things come up, people are like, 
find this word. She was like, oh yeah, you mentioned three ages. She's like, I, you know, I knew th- like those three ages, there were three significant things that mm-hmm. happened. I'm like, well, I, you know, I don't know. And people will sometimes be like, well, I don't want you to, you know, you like, they think of you like a psychic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, that is not the case at all. Like I don't walk around and I'm like t- in tune to people. I mean, I can walk around and be like, oh, I get like, this is where their energy is or not. Like, low level or high right. level but like I'm not seeing people's stories I'm like I don't have the capacity for that at all um just I don't even want to take that on myself mm-hmm. it work and then I forget and somebody you know messaged me and they're like oh well you said this and there was that and I'm like I I don't know I have to go back and look at the paper like I don't remember I just do the work and then just well there, the work is that's the other thing the work is not like you sit down and do some seance and you channel some random shit from who knows in the ethers you actually have a very methodical process um a very methodical process to go through the different systems of the body the mind emotions all this other stuff yeah. um it's it's actually very it's like a spreadsheet you don't have a spreadsheet, but in my brain, yeah. <laughs> it's a spreadsheet yeah. more than it is this genie with a, a crystal eight ball or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, I do have a list of questions that I developed probably since the last time that, that we've worked together um, where I laugh at myself because I'm like, I've created more work for myself in doing this. <laughs> but um, where I do go through, you know, we'll ask the energetic charge a bit. Then I'll ask, is it yours? Is it inherited or absorbed? Then we'll ask, we need to know the origin of it. You know, if it's inherited, we'll clear it from that whoever mm-hmm. passed down, you know, in the whole lineage, you know, until the parents, person that I'm working on. Then I ask, how safe is it to release it? Because I realize how safety is everything. And if it's not mm-hmm. safe, at least that belief, that memory, that trauma, it, you know, it'll keep coming back. And then we'll ask how ready it is. And so it takes me so much longer to do the work. Mm-hmm. But I found that um, it, uh, because I'm addressing it in multiple different ways, that, that it does, um, it, it does let it go quicker and mm-hmm. more lasting. I mean, I will say this, there are some things, you know, people are like, does, you know, there are times energy work doesn't work. Well, yes, and right? like, what, what does work mean? Right? I've, I've done work on myself where I've had injuries and the injury didn't like heal right away. Um, but some other things open up in my life as I, as I opened up that. And so it's always a fascinating question to me. Um, you know, I do work on people relationships and they're like, why didn't I find the love of my life? And they you know two days after we did the work. Yeah, well, it's not it's, a, it's not a one plus two equals three. The dog is going to bark again. Let me hit mute. I know there's going to be a pause. Hold on. Let's not do that. It's all good. It's all real life here on the Better Life, Better Work show. Um, It's, well, and I think, I think that goes for a lot of things. Um, We're in this Amazon Prime society uh, or what I call a tit for tat. Like we go to the grocery store, I hand them some money, they hand me some groceries everything is on demand. And I saw a meme or a quote or something, maybe even this morning on Instagram, and it talked about how a lot of times our suffering is actually our path and our gift. And while we're in the suffering, it doesn't feel good, but I've learned so much about abundance by struggling with abundance. Mm -hmm. I've learned so much. So the question you asked last Friday night for people to, you know, tune in with was, um, is it safe for me to create abundance, not, it was a, it was a reverse system. And, 
you know, creating abundance is one thing, but the safety is a whole nother. And so, yeah, even if you have all the capacity to create abundance, there could be something, just this one little thing telling you that, yeah, you have the capacity, but it's not safe. That The awareness of that is... Well, you and I are so much alike. We love the deep, juicy, juicy stuff. I can't even talk, Heather. The juicy stuff. We like it juicy. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm looking at the clock. I have a few more really important things I want to ask you. How is life since you got Charlie, the cutest dog ever with the tuft of hair? Um, y'all, Heather was so while she picks up Charlie on the video. Charlie, she was like, oh, dog people, oh, dog people. And then one day she's like, I think I'm going to get this puppy. And I was like, as her coach, I was like, by the way, opening up your puppy, um, opening up to a puppy will open you up to relationship love. Like you are not going to, you think your heart is open now, you're going to die. And so it's been really fun to watch you become a dog mom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm still not a dog person. I'm definitely a Charlie person. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely partial to the little mixes um and uh, gosh he says getting him so he came to me through a plant medicine ceremony and it was like you, you know you need to open up um to more love and joy in your life mm. and i had i learned about doodle mixes like right before this and i was like oh maybe i'll get one um and I, that during that ceremony i just kept feeling the energy of a dog come in and i looked at this app the next day and found an ad for Cavapoos for $800, which they're usually like $1,600, $1,800. And it was in between like where I was and home. And so I didn't even need to like go out of my way. And, you know, he was the color that I wanted and I wanted a boy. And when I first saw him, I was like, because he doesn't totally look like most Cavapoos. I was like, "Mm, I don't know, but he just wouldn't leave me alone. And I was like, okay. So I came home with a dog and I had nothing, not a harness or leash or food or anything. Um, well, we figured it out. He's the sweetest thing. And I mean, life with him is just, he's my little spirit dog for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did, I started dating somebody a couple months later that is not anybody I would ever pick for myself. Um, he is, we are completely opposite in so many ways. He's got vices that I think are horrifically disgusting. And I <laughs> You know, we're not, we're, we're so different in so many ways, but he's taught me so much. Um, and so, I mean, and even in the midst of now, I love that I have Charlie to take out for walks, you know, and it gives me juice, you know, I don't feel like alone or isolated or anything. Right. And he just, he's the sweetest little thing in the world. This is his nap time. So he's a bit like. He's fun. And you're fun. It's fun to watch you with him. My daughter just got, um, I can't tell how old he is because he's huge, but. She has the uh, Labradoodle version, um, the giant version of Charlie, and yeah. it's fun. To, it's fun to watch her um, parent, so to speak. Like she's always loved our dogs. Anyways, I know this has nothing to do with uh, your work and all that other stuff, but it does. Um, it does <laughs> like I, I hadn't done all this work on myself. I like I remember so many times. I never wanted to get an animal because I knew how much like capacity I had to love and how much like I wasn't willing to feel the hurt because feeling the love I feel the hurt right and it's like okay like and now I'm finally at a place where I'm like I can do this like I'm open right um okay so my quick round questions one tip for better life hire me 
I love that. Yes. Um, One tip for better work. Hire me. (laughs) I love that. It's funny because, you know, you share your work um, often in there and um, my Soli group is different. I actually like for you guys to cross pollinate. I like for you guys to share your heart and show your work. Um, I do not have a no selling rule in the group. Because energetically and emotionally and mentally, I want people to feel confident. Like, like you said, like the best tip I can give you is to work with me. And yeah. you believe so much that you can help people that that's your best tip. I love that. Um, what's it like being a solely? Yeah, for me, leaving the the, the Robins world, which is super masculine. You know, I've said like like coming into a world that's that's much more um, feminine. But there is that masculine. There's the both and. You know, the acknowledgement. Yeah. Like, yeah, you need to do, but then also like sometimes you need to just not do and, and just you know go into the feminine more. So I I appreciate that and just having a community. And I'm not because of I do this work all the time. Not to say I don't need to be coached, but I don't need somebody that I have to talk to every week for X amount mm-hmm. of time not at that stage anymore so it's nice for me to be able to dip in you know when I do you know I show up I need to when I can show up on the calls if I'm not having calls myself like it's great but just like having that community for me for me and where I am in my life I think it's super important that I'm still in an environment where I'm being challenged and grown and learn and I appreciate because I do always get something from you from other people um so I appreciate it's a great container like that I needed in my life to have that community to have the support I, I love it. And you look super cute in your Breathe Y'all t-shirt. Um, and have you, have, have you gotten clients from Solis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. It makes me... It's so funny because I was in my corporate world, it was just like, you better not work with anybody else. And uh, I always tell y'all, I lead from within the circle. And it's, it's so fun for me to see y'all working with each other and experimenting with different modalities. And, um, and I, have, me- I work with people from the group too. Like yeah. I hire them. So yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, I'm checking in, see if there's anything else that my body wants to ask you. Oh, let me tell you. So you have energy healing with Heather. Is that your main website? So yeah, it's energy healing with Heather. Heather E. dot com. They the Heather E. pushes to the energy healer. Um, okay, you can go to whatever Heather E. dot com or energy healing with Heather. We'll put all this in the show notes. You d- are you still doing lives on Facebook regularly for people to experience your work? Yeah, I am. I, I try to do it weekly, but it doesn't always happen. Um, I'm going to do one tonight. Um, so yeah, I'll do. I will do sessions where I work on people. You know, and I'll do like full on set. Well, sometimes I do. You know, somebody comes to the call with something we'll work on. You know, whatever it is, so that they can see the work. Um, and I am. Is it in the solely group, you know, doing on Fridays, like financial Fridays. And that's been really fun for me and realizing like I want to do that more and I'm actually creating an abundance, I'm toying around the name, but like aligning with abundance or something like program, mm-hmm. you know, to, to work on the both end, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Um, so a bunch of stuff like in the works going on. And, and I do have to a, um, a quiz to check of if you have energy keeping you stuck. And, um, that's really just fun to see, like, you know, cause we're like, Oh, I'm fine. I know I was always like, I'm fine. And then I like do these assessments. And I'm like, Oh crap, I wasn't. Um, so it's just energy healing with Heather backslash trapped slash energy slash quiz or dash. 
So you're going to send me that link so that I can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, we can also put it in the comments for the live people, but we actually probably will have a lot more podcast listeners than we actually have live viewers. Um, that reminds me that I remember having a call in 2011 or 12 um, with this woman. I still respect and adore her. And I remember telling her my dreams and she, she doesn't do body code, but she said, I, I was caught off guard because she was very clear and she just said, you don't have the capacity to hold that right now. And I didn't know what she meant at the time. And I knew enough to not be offended, but I was like, what does that mean? I don't have capacity. And what I get now is intention and capacity, especially with money or with having a certain size business or having a relationship it is an energy thing. And she described to me, so she does a different kind of work, but she described this little dome that was over me. And at the time there was some TV show with a dome and it was so, it was really weird, but I had this dome over me and she is like, you've got some work to do to expand your dome. And, <laughs> but it, it like, especially now that I've worked with you and I see, I, I get, I fully get what she was talking about. She was coming in through a different door. But one of the things, the values of working with you is helping people. We all have these ideas and dreams and desires. And then where we are, and there's that space in between. And you bring us, you help us move into the capacity for that. And it's not enough to have desire. And it's not enough to just have action. We have to have, our body has to be... Like you said, my heart had to be a certain kind of open that Charlie gave you. And um, I hope that does your work just a slice of justice. There was something I was like, oh, I need to call Heather for this. And I can't remember what it is now. But I'll probably be back on your roster soon. And I obviously appreciate that you are on mine. Thank you for taking the time today to be on the podcast and share about your work. Um, it is an honor. It, I, that sounds so like trite, but when I think about the people that come into Soulful Success, and I think you came to me through ad campaigns, yes. didn't you? Right? Like, and so a lot of the ad people came and weren't in alignment and you came and you stay and you serve and you receive when you need to receive. And even this morning, somebody was asking for feedback and you were willing to be the contrarian and create a, a side <laughs> dial. I love that. But that's, that's the juice, right? I, I, that's the juice of the diversity of community. And when I think about these people that not just are solis, but they become super solis, and you're actually well on your way to the gold jacket. Which, um, in that thread, I talked about not liking gifts. I've been meaning to text you. I'm like, I don't need the gold jacket because I'll never wear it. So to save you time, I appreciate it, but I'll never wear it. So. I know it's totally campy, and there's a there's a there's a couple of, there's a guy that's going to get the gold jacket, and I'm totally sending him the girly gold jacket. Um, I I realize it's totally campy. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really special group of it's like we have our own little office building, virtual office building, and have way before everybody was doing Zoom. So thank you again for being here. Y'all, Heather Esposito, check out her work. Um, hire her. <laughs> Just pick something and hire her. Have her clear your heart wall and go from there. If you're stuck, you don't even have to know what you need. I promise, I promise you will be helped and your mind will be blown about the work. And so with that, I am going to hit the end button. Um, 
With, this is live on Facebook today, the 14th. You can join Soli's by going to coachwithallison.com. But by the time it's on the podcast, you can go to coachwithallison.com and get on the wait list because we are closing the doors tomorrow. Today's Thursday, Friday. I'm going to wake up Saturday morning and close the doors. I'm not going to say I'm going to close them at midnight because that means I have to stay up till fucking midnight. Mom ain't doing that. <laughs> but I'll wake up Saturday morning and I'll close the doors. So if you're watching live, you have the opportunity to come and um, be a solely in time for Heather's Friday Financial Freedom in the group. And um, if not, get on the wait list for when we open the doors. Thanks, y'all. Have a great week. Thank you. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work Show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.